0: Today, on The Bill Kelly Show, on 900 CHML. Lots going on in the world today. Uh, the NATO meeting got underway officially uh, earlier this morning. Uh, most of the leaders got there yesterday, but uh, they actually sat down and uh, they had a breakfast. And Well, the anticipation was that uh, it was going to get a little bit crazy when Donald Trump showed up, and, well, he didn't disappoint
1: germany as far as i'm concerned is captive to russia because it's getting so much of its energy from russia mm. we're supposed to protect you against russia but they're paying billions of dollars to russia and i think that's very inappropriate and the former chancellor of germany is the head of the pipeline company that's supplying
0: the gas uh, that was uh, just one of many controversial statements that uh, that trump made uh, at the meeting obviously he took some shots at the chairman of nato uh, at other nations, including Canada, for not spending enough on defense and military spending, and on and on it went. Uh, but with that happening right now, and Trump's statements, uh, there, there are some people that are actually questioning whether or not uh, the U.S. has that strong commitment to NATO, as other res- presidential uh, administrations have had in the past. What's the future of that, and what's going to happen as a result of this meeting? Joining us to talk about this is Oral Braun, who's a professor of the Department of Political Science at the U of T, the Mississauga campus also a professor at the Monk School of Global Affairs. Oral, always a pleasure to have you on the program. Thanks very much. Thank you. Let's, let's talk a little bit about the Trump influence on this. Uh, and, and we saw a little bit of that, I guess, at the G7 in Quebec a, a few weeks back. But it was anticipated that he was going to come in there and start throwing hand grenades. And he certainly hasn't disappointed. Uh, and I guess we have to put this in context, don't we, Or that uh, this is the same guy that, uh, during the presidential campaign, when he was running for the office, said that NATO was obsolete and, uh, and questioned whether or not it should even be in existence. Uh, uh, let's, let's talk about the U.S. commitment towards NATO.
1: I think it's very important that uh, we try to separate rhetoric from policy. Uh, the rhetoric that Mr. Trump uses is inflammatory, it is crude, it is provocative, but um, the policies on the ground, in fact, are hardly uh, ones that favor Russia. The American uh, defense expenditures have skyrocketed, so the American military is getting stronger and stronger this year. Is spending $700 billion, next year $716 billion. He has been pushing the uh, NATO allies to spend more to confront Russia. Uh, American uh, forces uh, have been training and supporting the Baltic states. They have uh, uh, been leading one of the brigades uh, in the uh, uh, region. And uh, so, uh, whatever he said during the campaign, the Americans are in NATO. They're providing a tremendous amount of support. And whatever he said about Germany is not something that other leaders have not said in the United States in a more moderate fashion. Uh, the German deal on energy with Russia has alarmed Poland, has alarmed many other states in, uh, in Europe. Uh, it is bypassing Ukraine, bypassing Poland. It is making Germany much more dependent on uh, uh, energy. And it is a reality that a rich country like Germany is spending 1.24% of its GDP on defense while it's reaping large profits from dealing with the Russians, complaining all the time that the Russians need to be confronted. So uh, we have uh, the rhetoric that is appealing to us from Germany, for instance, that Russia is a threat, Russia interferes in elections, Russia is pressuring NATO states. But what are they doing about it? It is the Trump administration that has, for instance, supplied defensive armaments to Ukraine. Germany has opposed that all along. The Bill Kelly Show. Weekdays from 9 to noon on 900 CHML.